Welcome everyone, I'm with Tomoko Yano from Raksha Healing and Tomoko is a sound healer and she's very much into sound therapies, especially the singing ring which is actually from Japan. Uh, Tomoko, so nice to see you, thanks for joining me. Nice to meet you, thank you for inviting me. Great, I'm so excited. Oh good, <laughs> we're going to hear all about the singing ring and sound healing and Tomoko is going to give us a demonstration to start with. So this is the singing ring. Yep, yep. so this, uh, well, we have only two kinds of singing ring. This big one called Uchu, means universe, and a small size uh, called uh, Daichi, means mother's. Then, actually, I have a, uh, water in this bowl, and when I hit with this big stick, Out, uh, someone suggested, Why don't you make in Japan? We have 
uh, kind of a tradition making small uh, metal called a orin for a Buddhism practice. Mm. And oh, okay, so she searched a few, contacted a few manufacturer, and not many people got interested in because it's there is not much money. Some <laughs> 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 it so different and difficult. But finally, she got someone. Uh, she could have uh, convinced somebody and started making this one. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's an incredible story. Like, just that, that she got the blueprint, like, she, it came through her, and um, just, it's, it's just like a very intuitive mm, yes. yeah, yeah, creation. She, it's really, yeah. really interesting. Yeah, so, she, that was 16 years ago. Yes. Uh, my message came through uh, just after 9 11. Right, yes. And right. Uh, first of all, made was actually December 2004. Right. That's that uh, num uh, number one. Uh, ball and uh, only two kind of balls and we have all the numbering. They have a name. Yeah, okay. So that acquired this ball maybe six years ago and this number is uh, 1,193. Right, so for those that are only listening, Tomoko is showing me the fact that bowls are um, they're individual. Yeah, even exactly the same but in your numbering Mm. And uh, actually handcrafted. Handcrafted? Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Mm. And how about yourself? How long have you been practicing with the singing rings? Singing rings self probably six years now. Yeah. And uh, before then, I had uh, quite a few crystal balls. Uh, how I came into my crystal balls, uh, uh, one day I, I actually love reading books. Uh, actually, in Japanese. <laughs> so I get uh, off of uh, books. Uh, Amazon Japan and then uh, bring over or ask someone to uh, send me. And uh, one of the books uh, I bought. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I have a few piles of books I bought. Uh, this one. Uh, it's a, of course, in Japanese. <laughs> and a CD book. Came with the CD. Yeah, right. And a beautiful book with uh, crystal balls. Okay, and, and that's just instructions on how to use crystal balls? Uh, no, no, not the just, uh, no, actual instruction. And, and that shows beautiful different balls. And so beautiful. Yeah. And that sound is amazing. Mm. And I actually love the crystal anyway. So what I did, went to the uh, website of the author. And he had online shop. Yeah, he can, and then actually, I can see the beautiful ball and I play that uh, uh, demonstration note. And holding iPad, I can feel the actual vibration. Oh wow! Wow, that's amazing. So <laughs> I was actually about going to Japan in two months' time. So I contacted him and went to see him. And I bought uh, six or seven balls. Then I brought back to Australia. And I went, uh, had a one-day session with him to learn how to use it. And so you just have obviously have that sensitivity for sound, for vibration, and naturally attracted to these mm, things. I guess so. And then, <laughs> unbeknown to you until that point in time. 
And then, and then you decided to use that as a basis for um, your therapy work and... At that stage, Martin, uh, I was still, you know, I'm actually, I'm doing massage for close to 20 years now. I graduated the Nature Care in the year 2000, 2000, uh, 2000, 2000 remedial, 2000 aromatherapy. So since then I'm practicing uh, body work. And then, uh, yes, it's a tiring job and I was always looking for some lighter job, uh, lighter work on my body and sort of a deeper, more, holy, more holistic to the clients. So I studied a bit of a myofascial release and craniosacral therapy, that I love too. And I was still looking for, I can do something else. Mm. Yeah, mm. and do you feel like you found that thing in sound healing? Mm. Is that really yes, your main uh, yeah. passion? Uh, I'd like to, yes, that's my now main passion. Mm. Yeah, but with Crystal Boss, initially I was just playing with myself and enjoying the beautiful sound and the colour. Then eventually, uh, one of our yoga studio approached me and why don't you do the sound healing? So I started a little bit sound healing there. And that stage is just the people lying down comfortably and I was just playing the sound. But still, it's very popular, everyone enjoyed it. Yes. Very good feedback. And I've had the great pleasure of being to one of your sound baths. <laughs> yeah. And having that experience. <laughs> and the great pleasure of just before we started this podcast, um, having the bowls, the singing bowl healing. Mm. So, which is just a fantastic, for me, it just feels like a deep, um, just a, a deep relaxation and just an unusual experience as well. Something that you are not maybe aware of. If you go to like music concerts, mm-hmm. you feel that vibration. You can feel the vibration. Mm-hmm. It's probably the only time if you're in um, you know live music do you yeah. feel that. But it's that that style of music not necessarily healing. It can be you know that it'll bring out a different mm-hmm. feeling. But this is such a deep. You can go into that very deep, meditative space. Mm. Would you agree? Is that what? Yeah. Yes. And uh, when she actually got this uh, blueprint, she got the sort of a message, this uh, sound actually uh, copying or imitating the universal sound, original sort of a mother sound. Mm. So that's actually... Yeah, it's probably big bang, we had a little sound and then all the vibrations started and all that, that you lucky sound, the creation happens oh, and here we are. Mm, that's, that's, so yeah. that's uh, this particular ball bring back to us uh, to the actual source that mm. I believe. Yeah, so you're in our truth, you're, yeah, your real self. Mm. And when you think about indigenous cultures, they always, always have sound healing, like sound um, ceremonies, mm-hmm. like and that obviously Aboriginal culture, how yeah. did you do, which yeah. is an incredible vibrational mm-hmm. experience if you've, if you've been to something like that. Mm. And um, yeah, we are, you know, maybe a bit disconnected from what sound healing can do for us until you experience it. Uh, in, in this way or some other way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think sound is always used uh, for one of the tools of the therapy mm. from ancient time, maybe Roman era. Mm. We have some sort of a, a literature from Atlantis, <laughs> something like that. 
<laughs> and I think about the yes, actually the Tibetan law, that's thousand years yes. ago. Yeah. And the monks always practice for the meditation. And maybe another thing we can think of uh, that the Gregory, Gregorius chant, uh, that some sort of a uh, Catholic people using the, the chant for that. Oh, practice. yeah, right, chanting, yeah. yes. Yeah, 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 that's also another type of uh, sound healing. Well, that's true, you're just doing it yourself, so you, uh, um, you just have to go into that place where you. You know what, and I'll just put this out there chanting, I don't feel connected to chanting because usually it's of the Indian, you know, mm-hmm. um, tradition. And because I don't speak Sanskrit or I don't have an Indian background, I don't feel connected to it. Mm. And I always wonder about that, about chanting words that you know from whatever you know culture you're from. What do you think of that? Like, we can be told Sanskrit names or words, but yeah, if you don't have that deep connect, you know, it's, it's something about it. Mm. It's but like, actually, yeah. that, that, that our word sound itself has power. Mm. It doesn't matter you understand the meaning or not. Okay. That's I believe. Right. And like a, the, that, that Indian culture, uh, um, the Hindu. Yes. Is, uh, um, that's how we started the universe. Yes, yes. So the, actually this R uh, sound often used for any other uh, religion. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I always find that um, something about it just not, like what would it be if it was in my culture that I could really connect with, yeah, the... Or it being being part of my culture, which it really isn't. <laughs> so you know, we adopt these things from other cultures because they have evolved in that way, and, yeah. and for whatever reason, our culture has evolved mm. in in a different way. So, Tomoko, just explain a little bit what someone can expect when they come to see you for a sound healing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, what would be the sort of experience that they would have? Yeah, probably I should explain about my singing a bit more. Yeah, sure. I like uh, I have about uh, two balls. Can you touch this ball? Not vibrating to make sure. Nothing. Yep. But if I hit this, just a gentry. vibrating and you only hit the other one. Yeah, that's right. So that's same as a uh, uh, tuning fork. Mm. If you hit the one fork, exactly the same size start vibrating. Mm. And these balls, designed so perfectly, contain so many different overtones. It's so difficult to say exact sound to make a vibration resonance. Okay. So for the actual therapy, I use multiple walls, so you can get the more benefit from the sound. And not just from the sound, you can see this uh, little attachment, actually, I can move this ball. If you hit the ball and I'm trying to move, wow. the sound will stop. Right. But vibration of the sound, mm. this very harmonized uh, 
sand on your body. Mm. And uh, think about uh, our body. Some of uh, my special singers started the jama called the Bio Resonance uh, Healing. So they uh, measured each organ has certain frequency. Our system you now okay. uh, working on different frequency. Then still uh, make harmony like orchestra. Mm. But if one of all them out of a tune become like beautiful music anymore. Interesting. Mm. But this ball is kind of a almost original that sound, kind of a essence, basic. So if I do this. Your body is a system that all has to work together, so mm. it has to harmonize and be in mm. tune. Mm. And we even use that word, and we these are the words that we kind of use, but being in tune or vibing and feeling yeah. a good vibe or bad vibe. Yeah. We kind of use those kind of words without really yeah, knowing like the deeper inner mechanics mm. of the body and the energetic body. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, you said the bias, so that's another interesting so this Xi'an, uh, not just created the uh, balls, she created a whole the therapy using balls. Mm. So she actually got the uh, essence of Ayurvedic as well. So depends on the body type or your state of now, we can do more stimulating healing or maybe we can do more harmonizing, relaxing, sort of different things we can apply. And even and she do, also teaches, right? Yeah, she teaches the courses. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, another thing she wanted to make, uh, but this is called the shinking ring, um, because uh, the small, not small, Japanese metal ball used for that uh, uh, Buddhism practice called the uh, we call orin ring. So she made a two water together, singing ring. Also in English, we spell the ring as a ring. So we can make all the nice, beautiful harmony. Mm. As a, as a whole, whole, as whole a whole circle. Yeah. yeah. And now, uh, uh, she wanna make this one called the ring door. You know that judo? No. I mean, uh, the, the, no, uh, the Japanese martial arts, judo. Oh, judo, right, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and kendo. And also, we have a shodo calligraphy, right. or uh, kado, the flower arrangement. Do means actually you keep practicing some pattern, mm. and you can be uh, sort of a, yeah, practicing almost mindfulness. Right. You can be focused on the uh, same thing and you can do your body remember how to move. Mm. So you free your mind mm. but still focusing. And you can get the, when you forget about everything and trying to focus on the one thing, whole other information just come to you. Yes. Stillness. Mm. Stillness speaks mm. and mm. that's so interesting. So Japanese culture really has in different um, sort of modalities or 
like judo, calligraphy, mm. say, everything really comes from a mindfulness basis? Yeah, yeah. yeah mindfulness and a sort of respect others. Mm. Kind of a, uh, yeah, Japanese culture, or sort of a, almost called spirituality, it's always that uh, we care about other people. Mm. Maybe because uh, our nature was different from Europe or yes. other places, more kind of gentle. Yes. And we can harmonize with the nature rather than conflict. In the Mm. Um, conquer the yes, yes. So we always try to live together, cooperate. So for that, we always kind of listen to, try to feel our environment, mm. the vibe. Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Gosh, that's so. It's so interesting, and I know I was sharing with you before and about forest bathing. That's another mm -hmm. Japanese practice. Mm -hmm. Going into the forest and and being present with nature and present with the senses. Yeah, and. Yeah, we just, in Western culture, we just don't have these practices. <laughs> we, we really are, um, yeah, there's like a spiritual void in Western culture. Uh, definitely, there, there is, for, for whatever reason, and we have to go to yeah, other cultures right. to, to find a way to bring ourselves back into balance and harmony and... Um, but you can come to my... You can always come to this. <laughs> come to Tomoko singing your ring uh, yeah. therapies. So then we're going to do therapy and uh, I do that, uh, I call it vibrational sound of bath as well. Yeah. So you're not lying uncomfortably and uh, maybe listening, but you can still feel the vibration. And I don't take many people at once, maybe six to eight people. Yes. So I go along each other, and, uh, each person the body and the field actually of direct vibration as well. Yeah. And yes. what's next for you? Will you be having sound baths soon, do you think? Uh, yeah. With COVID, it's been a bit, bit hard. Yes. Maybe end of month, I might do. But the moment, even at two, three people, if are interested in, you can just uh, contact me and I can do sort of personal session. Yeah, great. Mm. And what, um, so what's next for you? Just doing the healing, hopefully having some sound baths. Where would people find you if they wanted to come and see you? Oh, I should have my own website, <laughs> which I haven't yet. So my massage clinic I worked for. Yeah. It's very good, the website called Mosman Massage Therapy. Uh, my name is still there. Yes. Yeah. So maybe. I saw it, yeah, Muslim yeah. Massage Therapy. In yeah, Mosman. and then you can go to Salapist, Tampako, yeah. and there's some information about me. Tomoko, thanks so much. I've really enjoyed today. It's been great learning about the singing ring and experiencing the singing ring. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening.